Well, here we are, the end of 2023, and today is significant for a couple of reasons, and I'll share those with you. But first, let me ask you, have you ever gone through anything where you just felt so isolated? Sorrow, struggle, and uncertainty weighing on you, filling what feels like every ounce of you, especially on a day like today? And that's because it's Christmas Day. The first one since filing for divorce for millions of people. For some, you may be sitting in a closet just trying to gather yourself so that you can go back out there, put a fake smile on, and push through the rest of the day. There are women out there doing that right now. Whether they've just filed for divorce, are still only in the contemplation phase of divorce, and some who have been divorced for years now, but the moments still come up. You are not alone, my friend. Today is significant not only because it's Christmas and because many are out there emotionally struggling, but also because I'm sharing with you the big pivot for our podcast today, and I couldn't be happier about it. This is now Divorced and Determined AF, the show that empowers women to make aligned decisions before, during, and beyond divorce. With nearly 700,000 divorces filed in the U.S. this year, it's no surprise that many women are wandering around feeling lost and overwhelmed, trying to figure out where to even start. So stick around and you'll hear how I became so aware that it's time to step into this space and become a voice to encourage those of us who are determined AF to live a life that we desire in spite of a divorce, how we can make this space easier and smoother and way more peaceful than it has been in the past, and what resources are available for women like you if divorce is something that you are experiencing. Now, let's get started. Divorce is an overwhelming process that most of us did not know how to navigate until we were in the thick of it, which can cost us a lot more time, money, and energy than necessary. Divorced and Determined AF hopes to change that. I'm your host, Jamie Milam. I'm a realtor and a certified divorce specialist who not only works with divorcing couples when selling their home, but I am also divorced and I know firsthand how much having thorough resources would positively impact women for years to come. I'm bringing together fellow divorcees and experts working in the field to talk about this private taboo topic, all with the goal to help you feel prepared, educated, assured, confident, and empowered to make informed decisions related to your divorce journey. So whether you're just now considering a divorce, in the midst of it, or are now navigating a new norm and are determined AF to do it your way, this is your safe space. You deserve it. Today, it's Christmas Day 2023. It's one of my favorite days of the year. I've loved the Christmas holiday season for all the random Merry Christmases that you hear strangers in stores or at the coffee shop, for all of the twinkling lights, for the delicious smells, for the family gathering that included all of the best generational recipes, for game night after Christmas dinner, and most of all, for the joy that I get to see on my son's face over the years. But today... There are nearly a million and a half people in the U.S. that are experiencing their first Christmas today after a divorce. It can be a hard day. I know this because it was me in 2021. 
Christmas Eve and Christmas Day was an emotional disaster on the inside for me. For years, I had dreamed of being the home that everyone came to for Christmas dinner and celebrations. So when we built a new, what I would call American dream style home in 2017, I knew exactly where I wanted to put the Christmas tree when I walked the model. This was the home for it. I made all of the foods, sharing them with love and yes, at times moments of frustration for cooking mistakes or the timing being off. But over the years, I learned to let go some of that control and just kind of like go with the flow quite a bit more. You know, we had a routine, wake up, all of us wear matching onesies, put in the overnight French toast casserole into the oven, make hot chocolate and coffee And then open up gifts, just the three of us, my husband, myself, and my son, with Christmas music playing and the fireplace lit. After opening gifts, my husband would clean up while I showered so I could come down and then start cooking. And my son would go up, play with his new toys. I had five trees up. I do not care who thinks that is excessive. It's what made my heart happy in my home. It really was my dream turned into reality. Fast forward to 2021, my son and I were experiencing Christmas Day in our home by ourselves for the first time. My now ex-husband decided that the holiday arrangement we'd planned on and our agreement was no longer what he wanted to do, which encompassed spending it together in our home with all of our family as normal. That's what was the plan. But when he made the decision to not be present, the other family members, which was mostly his family, decided not to spend it here either for the majority of the day. My sister and her children came, but it still felt so different. Honestly, it felt like a depressed void. It felt loud and glaring, felt so obvious, and my heart just hurt double time with the concern that my son was feeling it too. Well, in 2022, I decided not to let us feel that way. I planned a trip to spend Christmas in New York City because it was on my son's bucket list. Christmas was going to look and feel different either way, so why not do it in a more adventurous way? We stayed active, we had fun, we did all of the things, Rockefeller, everything. But today is still hard for many. Divorce signifies a loss. It's a loss of a best friend, of a partner, of a family dynamic, of a future you envisioned, it's understandable that you grieve it like a death. So the holidays always just make it a little tougher. But here's the thing, it does get easier with time. And I also believe, like with almost anything new, it can be easier if you know what to expect. So I was recently working on some research for an educational piece to provide to my real estate clients that would help them when needing to sell their home due to a divorce, which I'm actually going to link that free resource for you down in the show notes today. But while reaching out to my past divorce clients and along with some of my friends and neighbors of mine who I know have experienced divorce, I wanted to reach out to dig into anything that they would want other people to know about the sale of their home or the division of their assets now in hindsight. The responses that I was receiving were not fully directed at their home or just their assets. It kept coming down to these 
I wish I knew statements. Where to go, what to ask, who can help, what would best benefit me, signs to look for, things to consider, what my options are, and just they just kept going. Y'all, statistics show that about half of all first marriages in the U.S. end in divorce, and yet second and third marriages have an even higher rate for divorce. Third marriages are 73%, and I'm actually a part of that last stat because I am my ex's third wife. And you guys, the U.S., it's not even in the top 10 for highest divorce rates by country. So we're talking about a lot of women globally right now experiencing divorce. And yet, how do we not have this information that we need, these answers to the I wish I knew, until we're in the thick of it? Well, my guess is because it's a private taboo topic. It's not something most women want to publicly blast out there, especially when you're still in the phase of do I stay or do I go? Completely understandable. I get it. I've been there. But y'all, we could be informed. We could have information that would help us make smarter, more proactive decisions, ones that could be more financially beneficial, less costly in the long run, and potentially less energy draining. We don't want to talk about it because it feels like an admission of failure when the truth is, if we're talking about it well in advance, before there were even the signs of our marriage failing, it wouldn't feel that way, would it? It would feel like education. But by the time we're in the midst of divorce considerations, we are also already in the overwhelm. We're emotional. Pressures may be high. And when we're in that emotional state, we don't always have the best decision-making power. Women who have children are often overwhelmed with wanting to make decisions that consider the impact on their kids, as we should, which adds to our heightened emotional state. There are so many facets to give thought to, and for most women, it's typical that we don't dig into what we need and desire in that process too. Unless maybe we were actually doing it really proactively in terms of just gaining knowledge and education. But by the time most women have gone through drawn out divorces, tens of thousands of dollars are spent, you're emotionally exhausted and you just want to be done. You'll agree to whatever just to get it over with, which often means agreeing to far less than you just spent all that money fighting for in the first place. That is less money that you and your spouse have to support your children and your next chapter which adds to the mental health layer. So when I ask professionals in this industry why they think there is such a gap and why women don't know all of their options, they tell me it's an awareness issue. Not enough people are talking about it. And not loud enough. So how can we even create a divorce strategy that is aligned with what we really need or desire if we aren't even aware of our options or what could be expected. And just as the Determined AF podcast has presented over the last year, how can you know what you really need and desire if you aren't practicing self-awareness? 
So I sat with these conversations for a few weeks because it just kept pulling at my heart. Jamie, it's time to use this space to support women around these passions that you have for awareness, both internal, which is your self-awareness, and external, which is education and information, and aligned strategies. The choices and decisions made during a divorce are often long-lasting or life-changing, so they should be well thought out and strategic based on your needs. Just like my real estate clients, there is not a single set of homeowners, property, or transaction that has been just like another. They are all unique. Their strategies must be tailored to them. The concepts may be similar, but the exact moving parts will be different. The timelines will be different. The emotions will be different. The step forward will be different. Divorce is like that, ladies. Life after divorce has its own set of surprises too. Some of them are wonderful and some of them are triggering. Even the easiest of divorces have their struggles and their triggers. What you thought life could look like as co-parents and trying to be the best versions of yourselves and of a family unit to remain a collaborative family for your children, it doesn't always come to fruition. Even when you started with those intentions at separation, and yeah, it's heartbreaking because if you're like me and you have experienced that, you're reminded that you had purposeful intention to do it for your kid. And when one of the spouses decides it's not what they're comfortable with, you have to make another intentional decision to respect their boundary. Control what you can control. Look at things from the perspective of what can still create the best environment opportunity for your child. And for me personally, my intention is to never trash talk my ex. It's not what I would want my son to witness or how I would want my son to view me. I have always felt that my responsibility in each phase of this divorce journey is to own my part in it and learn from that. Dig in to understand myself better so that I can see what I can give and what I need in return so that I don't repeat the same issues that I had in my previous marriage. Grow from it. None of us do it perfectly. Yes, it's personal. And yes, it feels private. And yes, some of the details should remain private. But that doesn't mean that we can't have a space that reminds you, maybe loudly at times, that this is far more normal than society would like for you to think. So let's end that stigma. The stats are too high for us to say it's not something that we should be talking about. So after careful, thoughtful, and intentional consideration, I've decided to pivot the Determined AF podcast to now become the Divorced and Determined AF podcast because I believe that it is time that we bring some loud awareness into this space so that we can begin to change the narrative. It's not about advocating for divorce by any means, but it is certainly advocating for more awareness on the subject. 
You see, when I chose the name for my real estate team, Orinda Hung Group, it was for a reason. I sought out a word that encompassed a very particular purpose. So Orinda, it's an old Iroquoian Indian belief that there's this supernatural and inherent power of varying degrees within each and every single one of us that empowers us to affect the world around us and within ourselves in a positive, loving way. It is the energy that affects change in one's own life. That is a belief that I am strongly aligned with. If I can do something to help positively affect the world around me, heck yeah, I want to embrace the Arenda. So as a part of this effort with the podcast Pivot, I have also founded and launched the Peace of Mind Initiative. The mission for this initiative is to be the resource center for women, to inspire and support them, to feel prepared, educated, assured, confident, and empowered before, during, and beyond the divorce process. So the intention behind that is for us to create a resource center that has a resource library, somewhat of some handouts, checklists, worksheets, things that I am working on with other professionals in this space. So this way you have somewhere that you can go in and you can find things on real estate when it's involving a divorce, when it comes down to finances, legalities, mental health, mindset, all of these different aspects kind of in one library space for you. So you can find the resource center by visiting peaceofmindivorce.info, okay? Now, when you opt to access the free resource center, you'll have a login that provides you with those handouts, the checklist, the worksheets, and a professional directory that can guide you in your divorce journey. My goal is to continue to add to that resource library. And this podcast is only one aspect of it. So in the coming episodes, I'll share vulnerable stories of my own. I'll bring you experts that work in different segments of divorce. We'll ask and answer the questions that's burning with many of you. And even hear from others about their stories and how they have coped. All in an effort to help you find something that can help you, that can support you, that can inspire you. We all deserve to make informed decisions, no matter the subject or situation we may be faced with. And I understand the overwhelm involved in a divorce in the months or the years leading up to it and the months and the years that follow it. You may be surprised to find that there are more of us out here than you realize. So let this be your safe space. Let us build a community together to support one another. Because like a phoenix, you will rise again. You can rebuild after overcoming battles. And ultimately, I want you to value yourself like the gold queen you deserve to be. You, my friend, are worthy. This will not define you. It can strengthen you. So let us help you through that. My name is Jamie Milam, and I am divorced and determined AF to live the life I desire and to help you see that you deserve to do the same.